We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Welcome to Cody and Gold on 610 Sports Radio. On today's show, the Jags earn another trip to Kansas City. The Chargers take Chargering to a whole new low, and Alex gets blasted and maybe starts a bar fight. Now, two guys who are also buying one-way tickets to Bangkok if the Chiefs don't win the Super Bowl, Cody Tapp and Alex Gold. Look, if someone if someone wants to pay you $5 million or $15 million just to go away and not be seen for months, See you hey, later. I, I, I'm in as well. Uh, of course, referencing Cliff Kingsbury, we'll get to that a little bit later on. Cliff is out uh, of Arizona, and he said, you know what? Just going to go to Thailand for undetermined amount of time. I like that it was in the middle of a bunch of teams calling and being like, hey, are you interested in being our offensive coordinator? He's like, nope, but a one-way ticket mm-hmm. to Thailand. Exactly. See you, losers. Absolutely. Look, I got places to be. Exactly. Well, honestly, it's the best thing you can do if you're a coach. If we haven't learned this lesson by now, we never will. Go away. You go away, teams are going to be like, hey, remember that guy? He wouldn't half bad. Now, he going wouldn't. on TV is the best thing you can do because for some reason, NFL teams, NBA teams works in every sport. If you just talk about the sport that you used to coach for like one month, they're going to be like, hey, this guy kind of knows football. It's just staying relevant, right? They, like, they're always worth making sure they're staying relevant in their names but it's in the so conversation. Funny. It's so funny. Like John Gruden goes on Monday Night Football and all of a sudden owners are like, you know what? He seems to know a little bit about this sport. Like, no kidding. You think the worst coach ever could go on TV and they'd be like, oh, well, this guy might be all right. Jeff Saturday got a job. He didn't even have to coach before. <laughs> like, like this guy kind of gets it. Like, yeah, you remember, remember it will be funny real quick when like Jeff Saturday ends up back on NFL live. Cause that's where it's probably going to end up. He'll probably get a raise and, too. And he'll probably get a raise, but he ends up back there when he's, I mean, if he's critical of any coaches, it'll just be really like, how can I even, how can I take you all that seriously? Either way, now you like, well, well, now he has coaching. Well, now experience. I've done the job. It is very yeah, hard. But no, I want him to criticize a coaching hire. That would be funny. I'd be like, he doesn't have the experience necessary. He'd be like, I don't think those are the words I'd use. I don't know what the Raiders are thinking. Hiring Lewis Riddick. I love Lewis Riddick as a guy, <laughs> but he just doesn't have the experience necessary to complete this job. You know, he didn't play in the NFL as long as I did. So, what are you gonna do? Everybody at the table is just staring at him like, <laughs> so awkward. We gonna do this now, Jeff? Really? So wait, we don't think that the Colts are retaining Jeff Saturday. No. no. I don't know. No. I still feel like they're there's in, like I mean, a thirty percent chance. They're definitely interviewing three or four other candidates already. Their they, owner's weird. They did win that one game though, guys. They did. Against Josh the Las McDaniels. Vegas Raiders. <laughs> His one win against Josh McDaniels. I mean, it's great. We'll get to the Chargers because he's both like whether it's the Raiders, whether it's the Chargers, it's uh, it's it's a good day. It's a good day for uh, other teams in the AFC West or particular one team in the AFC West, I should say. Uh, if, if you're not the Broncos or the Raiders or the Chargers, it's a, it's a good day. Uh, we know the opponent for Kansas City, of course, coming up on Saturday afternoon, 3.30 at Arrowhead. It's going to be the 4C Jacksonville Jaguars and watching them play, uh, and what they did to the Chargers, and we'll get to the Chargers part of it in a second, but seeing how awful they were in one half of football, 
four interceptions for Trevor Lawrence to seeing how they were able to come all the way back. And Trevor Lawrence was great in the second half. Do you feel differently about the Jags? Because out of all the possible matchups, I I would have rather played the Jags than the Chargers. Absolutely. And that's even with the terrible coaching at the the second half. But still, roster-wise, the Chargers have a better roster. Unless you were going to give me Baltimore or Miami, which, in which we got a proper sweat, mm-hmm. there was at least a possibility of either of those teams. Jacksonville was the next choice. It's not they, look, they were three and seven after they lost to Kansas City in the regular season, and they rattled off only losing one more time the rest of the way, winning the division and getting there. So clearly they're playing better football now than they were at their time against Kansas City. This is as good as they've looked at any particular point. The only, the only reason where, like, maybe I'd go back a little bit and ask myself, what do we think about the Jags as a matchup is? The more I watch Herbert, I just don't know if he's clutch. And I'm pretty sure I know that about Trevor Lawrence. He threw four picks, and it didn't rattle him. He just kept out there and kept firing. He scored a touchdown in every single drive in the second half to eventually lead his team. So, yeah, they do scare me at least a little bit. And if you get to any team in the divisional round, especially with a really good young starting quarterback and a good head coach, yeah, I'd have some concern that they'll be there. But this was, of the options I thought possible, this was the best possible option. Because I thought that it was going to be between the Chargers and the Jacksonville, and the other game was going to be Cincinnati and Buffalo. And it pretty much went to seed, even though it was closer than we thought. So the initial matchup of the Jaguars, my thought is good. You could have done a lot worse in a divisional round matchup to maybe host an AFC title game. And just, we know we'll have all week to talk about the, the Jags and the Chiefs in particular, but it, it was weird. They, they played each other, of course, already once this season. So it will be another rematch. We've had a ton of rematches in the postseason on the yeah. AFC side. I mean, obviously Cincinnati Bengals technically is a rematch, a but it's well, Cincinnati and uh, against uh, Buffalo. I'm sorry. Technically, I guess is a rematch. It's, would have been a bigger rematch had the game big, actually been played. Yeah, yeah. I, I would argue in a way it actually is bigger though because we didn't because of the circumstances around it. Sure. But we know the Chiefs and Jags is a rematch, and the Chiefs turned the ball over three times in that game, and and won and, easily and lost the turnover battle considerably, and they and they still won pretty comfortably. Yeah, and and so I think you know the Jags are probably playing a lot better football. Uh, the Chiefs, I think I would argue, are playing a lot better football than they were at that point in time as well. But there certainly could have been. A, a more challenging opponent, I think, than the Chargers, and that's even with them blowing the lead. So doesn't mean that the Jags can't come into Arrowhead and, and win. Of course not. Um, but the Chiefs are the biggest favorite for this entire weekend, too, by the way. Out of all the potential matchups for wild for divisional round weekend, the Chiefs are eight-and-a-half-point favorites. Nobody's a bigger favorite coming into uh, this weekend. I think it's because you understand that these the, – the thing that feels good about the Jags is this still feels like the year-two early team. It's not against – it's not that I don't think that they have talent. It's not that I don't think they're well coached or have a really good quarterback. It's just, if you ask yourself, is this the Jags year gold? It's too soon. That's exactly what we said before the Bengals game last year. I don't remember that exact sentence. I do. I do. Don't make me go pull it. Cause I will. Fine. Go I pull don't it. want to. I don't want to though. Okay. I'll just, I just have to take your word instead, but it does feel, but, but also, Cincinnati was a better team last year than the Jags are Correct. now. Yeah, I mean, and, and the Jags are talented, but but a combination of Zay Jones and Christian Kirk and Evan Ingram is not Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, and Tyler Boyd. There is a there's sure. still a talent discrepancy between those two. They've been able to make up for that though because of the coaching, right? I, th- I mean, we, we've seen that the transformation in one year. 
not only the personnel, but Doug Peterson is, is one of the better coaches. We, we said He's that. a really creative play caller. Um, well, I mean, that fourth and one, the fourth and one call uh, to great. get ETN and essentially seal, you know, put him in position to, to get the win, right? The huge gain on fourth and one. Now, Doug, Doug Peterson, if you're talking about coaching uh, discrepancy and potential matchups, yeah, this coaching matchup now is closer than what you would have had with other matchups uh, because, of course, Brandon Staley's, uh, we can get to him in a second, a disaster. Um, but Doug Peterson, that's the part where you, you won't have the huge edge that maybe you would have had in that potential matchup. But yes, to your point about the playmakers, I mean, Jacksonville deserves everything they credit they're getting today and, and will continue to get all week and, and heading into the game and they have nothing to lose. And there's that works for you. If you're the Jags, like there's no pressure on you to go in arrowhead and win. the pressure's all in the chiefs. We know that like the chiefs are expected Absolutely. to win this game. If you're the Jags, people were saying you were going to lose the game on, on Saturday. People are going to tell you you're going to lose the game on this Saturday. So they're, they're able to play a little looser, I think than anybody in football right now in the, the postseason. The game might still be close. There's no doubt. If anything, this weekend taught us any of these games could be close. Skylar Thompson didn't even play all that well. And that game still came down to it because of the turnovers and the mistakes that can occur in a postseason that can make these games close. But it's of all the teams. I mean, I think you gave the stat last week. If you are a nine and a half point favorite in the current playoff system with seven teams, you win. That's it. You win. If you are favored by that amount, it might be close or it might be ugly, but you win gold. And I think that that's what stands out. The fact that even though the Giants, a team that only had nine wins in the regular season, is less of a dog in their matchup against the number one seeded Philadelphia Eagles than you are against the Jags tells me a lot about where people think this matchup is going to go. Again, I don't think it's just going to be some breeze and Kansas City gets to just roll in comfortably on Saturday afternoon and easily win a game against the Jags. But they're definitely the better team, the more established team, for a variety of reasons, they match up well with them. And I saw them not play a not play a perfect game against Jags and still beat them comfortably. Now, offensively, they were great. The three turnovers you had mentioned, I went back and looked because I was curious. One was a YOLO interception by Mahomes. There was like four minutes to go in the fourth quarter, and they were just trying to go down and score a touchdown. He threw a pick he didn't have to throw. and But they were winning, and they were going to win, and that game was over. And it like opened the door slightly for a chance to do it. The other one was a Jody Fortson fumble on a kick return. Wouldn't have predicted that, but I guess on a ball, they short kicked like a squip kick or something. Yeah. yeah. And then the, and then the final one was a Isaiah Pacheco fumble on like the eight yard line. So they were getting ready to score another touchdown. The chiefs had like eight yards per play in that game. This seems like a favorable matchup. We would much rather it be them than the chargers still, even though they blew that game, I would still much rather it be Jacksonville. I think that's probably the majority opinion of, of Chiefs fans. Like, no, don't look past Jacksonville by any means, but also understanding. I mean, look, I was I was watching the game on Saturday night at, at, a, at a bar, and everybody was cheering as the Jags were coming back. Like, it, no, nobody, everybody. That's exactly who everybody in Kansas City wanted to win that football game. Now, look, maybe everybody will regret that come Saturday afternoon. I don't think that'll be the case, uh, but that's that's what's kind of fun about it. And you know, we know Andy Reid, of course, and the Chiefs not having to deal with the the close games, injury risk this past week, and being able to sit at home and watch these games. There is that advantage coming off of a bye week in general, let alone if you're Andy Reid coming off of a bye week and his successful uh, track record as well. I mean, that, that factors in. But man, oh man, those Chargers. Oh, was that great? What a moment. That was How you feeling, so Nick? enjoyable. Who did you, just as a quick reminder before we talk about this game, who did you pick to go to the AFC title game? I believe I picked the Jaguars versus the Bills. No, I think... If you the, remember the, the end of the I, show, I, don't I, make me pull I it. Because if you a, make me pull it... I think there was a quote uh, on Friday's show from Nick that I just don't 
have Super Bowl vibes with the Chiefs. Yeah. But I might have them with the Chargers. So I'm going to pick the Chargers to go to the AFC title. No, 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 no. I think no. that's what he said. That's, that's, that's actually not what was said. I don't appreciate you, you putting words you in my mouth. You picked the Chargers I to beat the I choose my words very and, carefully. And, and the Chargers to beat the Chiefs, and you picked the Chargers and Bills in an AFC title I didn't game. Say the, I did not we, say the Chargers had Super Bowl vibes. I said the Chiefs didn't. I said the Bills did. And you picked the Chargers to beat the Chiefs. That's yeah, but correct. that was rather inconsequential because then I later changed my pick to the Jaguars beating the Chiefs. So either way you slice and dice it, it was less about the Chargers and the Jags and more about the fact that, and I stand by this, mm. Chiefs don't have Super Bowl vibes. And mm. if you are not somebody who can respect picking based off vibes, then I don't think I can respect you. Either way, what joy it must bring Chiefs fans to have to spend an entire offseason listening to the Chargers once again become the darling. Only to them in the middle of the season become a bigger darling because they started playing good football late. Only to watch them acquire a 27 nothing lead on the back of five turnovers and still lose. How is it even possible? And I know this. The Chiefs lost a 28-point game in the playoffs once. But when you get Justin Herbert, like when you get the guy at quarterback, all that's so supposed to end. Honestly, I don't think he's going to be fired, but Staley should. Between week 18 and this, this is fireable. These are fireable oh, offenses. Oh, no, nobody would sit here and be like, how could you fire the guy uh, and be shocked by it? I don't also, I, I don't believe the Chargers will move on from Brandon Staley. But yeah, it, a month ago, we were having a conversation, maybe three weeks ago, having a conversation about they're not going to fire a guy that if he goes to the playoffs with 11 wins, and even if he loses to Jacksonville. But when you have, as you said, the two-week stretch of coaching malpractice, of leaving Mike Williams and all your starters in the game until the eight-minute mark in week 18 and not having Mike Williams, who I'm sure they would have loved to have had down the stretch of that game on Saturday. What do you think? Um, Just and one then, more guy to throw the ball to? And then giving up, what is it, the third largest comeback in postseason history against you uh, where you refused to run the ball in the second half? Uh, yeah, that is absolutely fireable. I don't think they'll fire him for a couple reasons. Uh, a lot of it has to do with the champagne stuff. doesn't make sense. I'm sure champagne might want to coach Justin Herbert, but you're going to pay to fire Staley. So that's millions of dollars. Give up and, draft. Time. And you're going to make champagne probably the second highest, if not highest paid head coach in football, because that's what it's going to take to get somebody to, to hire him at this point in time. That's not the right owner. Their owner, by NFL standards, is cash poor. Of course, he's very, very wealthy. But by NFL owner standards, he does, he's, not, he's not Dave Tepper. He's not Jerry Jones. He doesn't just have all kinds of cash from the NFL, in the NFL world. So that's why I also don't think Brandon Staley would lose his job. Here's the problem, is that I, none of us would deny Justin Herbert is a top-five talent in the NFL. Incredible arm strength, great vision, whatever. He is a great quarterback. Most teams would kill to have this kind of quarterback. He's not a winner. I know that sounds like the kind of thing you'd be like, oh, we're judging them off of QB wins. In this case, yeah. You put up all the stats. You've had three years in the NFL. You've managed to make a single postseason, and in that game, you blew a 27-point lead. I don't know what it is. It seems like in the big time, like in the big moments of the games, there's a lot of AFC quarterbacks that just become killers, right? Like Mahomes, we've seen it in Burrow. Hell, we probably saw it in Lawrence in his first ever playoff game in his second year in the NFL. Herbert in those moments isn't showing up regularly. It's not that it never happens in a regular season game, but he's way too inconsistent with it. Look, I put a ton of this on Staley. I think he botched it a thousand times over. 
But like at some point, if you got a 27 point lead, you just need your quarterback to just go out and put some drive together, whether Staley's he holding does. you back or not. Yeah. I mean, you, you need that. I think again, the refusal to run the football, which has been a problem by the way, throughout the season, like, yeah. throughout the season has been an issue for Brandon Staley and Justin Herbert. I, I think you kind of said it, the killer instinct. It's a lot of quarterbacks when they're making mistakes and they're angry at themselves. They, they play that sometimes they can play their best. The, the really good ones. Some of them let the impact their performance. And that's to me what we have seen for Herbert, you know, like the, like Mahomes, when he's angry, he plays some of his best football. He doesn't compound the mistakes necessarily. Uh, I think Herbert does. Unfortunately, you know, Tom Brady, Joe Burrow, when Joe Burrow is angry, uh, he plays some of his best football as well after making mistakes and did not see that whatsoever uh, from Justin Herbert. I could just, it was such a mediocre game for them against Jacksonville. Yeah, like someone on the Texans says they but clearly... You won the turnover battle 5 nothing From the 8-1-6, they clearly didn't need Mike Williams. They were up 27 nothing. You don't think they would have wanted Mike Williams on a key third-down conversion late in the fourth quarter? I mean, yeah, no, Mike, Mike, not having Mike Williams goes back to why Brandon Staley is under fire today because yes. it's not just the comeback, but yeah, I do think even up 27 nothing in the fourth quarter, once you had already given up the lead, it'd be, nice to, tight, it'd be nice to have that big-bodied wide receiver to go and throw the ball to on a third and eight. Well, and it's just... The, the problem with Staley keeps coming down to the same thing. One, I never liked their offensive system because they use an offensive coordinator that I don't believe in. But, like, we, we spent time talking on uh, about that matchup. The thing we kept saying was, like, Nick kept pointing out, which was not incorrect. It's, look how good the Chargers defense is playing now. Look, they got it all going. It's all coming together. They're playing the bet. They're finally playing good defense under Brandon Staley. They let, for the final four drives, they let the Jags go touchdown, touchdown, touchdown and touchdown. So it's no, if you're supposed to be an elite defensive coach, I don't think bill bell. I don't think any great defensive coach has ever let a team go touchdown, 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 touchdown on them four times in a row. And it's just like, you, you have got to be like, cause like, I don't know. You could place the blame at a couple of people, obviously in this game, it's easy to point around the fact that the chargers didn't even turn it over. Like that didn't even fuel the comeback. You know, like when Mahomes has let other teams come back on him and be like, oh, Mahomes threw that pick and that brought that team back in there. And then they use that turnover to, mo- you know, to like put themselves back in this game and make it close. It wasn't even that. They they never turned it over. They just kept getting not creative, as you'd pointed out, not running the ball, keep putting in the hands of Justin Herbert, became predictable, and then blew it. I'll yes. say on this, it's enjoyable from this end. Yeah. Because... The entire AFC West, we talked about it at the end of the regular season, and now the team who, oh, the only other team who made the postseason, they put every available possible resource into this season, into getting the Chiefs finally. We're going to catch up. Chiefs didn't even have to play this week to go further than everyone else in the AFC West. They got to sit back and watch, and they're still deeper in the playoffs than everyone else in their division again. Do you, do you think finally, because of how it went down, let's say Brandon Staley stays as the head coach and I don't think he should, but I think he will that in the off season, will the chargers still be for the sixth straight off season, a team that people try to talk up and think though, this is going to be their year because it's been going on for so long. Is this finally the last straw that makes people understand that that's just not what that franchise is. Like they're not going to have that kind of success with this group. Not talking about Herbert. I'm talking about like, they're not getting a Staley, Keenan Allen, Staley, Eckler, Mike Williams, Mike Williams. That, that those group of players. You're too deep into it already. Aren't you They're It's, it's just not going to happen for them. No. And look, I, I don't know. Maybe this is a good off season conversation to go further down this road. We know for a fact, just NFL history. Everything will tell us. There's one thing we definitively know of all these great AFC quarterbacks. Someone's going to be left out. 
someone's going to be the guy to be like, wow, cool, you put up a bunch of numbers. You accomplished absolutely nothing, right? One of these guys is going to be stuck with that moniker. Right now, it clearly points to Herbert. Like, Mahomes and Burrow have already shown, like, Mahomes, it's obviously not going to be him. Burrow went to a Super Bowl, so it doesn't feel like it's going to be him. And Trevor Lawrence, in his first playoff game, the same as Herbert, came back from the 27-0 versus the other. So, I, like, right now, all side, or I mean, you could argue Lamar Jackson, right? He's only been, he hasn't even been to an AFC title game. Correct. So, and he won an MVP, so maybe it's Lamar. Maybe he's not even going to be in the AFC next year. We're having a different conversation. But somebody's going to be the guy left with the career that is, cool, you put up a bunch of big numbers. It doesn't mean anything because you didn't accomplish anything. And that kind of game makes you feel like it's going to be Herbert somehow. Oh, and the division that he's playing in. He's, he's, yeah. you're, not, you're not running away from Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs. That's, that's your problem for still another 10-plus years. So there's no, you know, as long as, as long as you're staying with the Chargers, it's going to be very difficult for you to even win the division. And we all know in order to get to the Super Bowl, most of the time, not always, most of the time, you, most of the time you need to win your division. And that's going to be a huge challenge. We, uh, it's Monday now. On Friday, it you promised Monday. us an update on yeah. your free Chipotle for a year. So Man. did you, that doesn't sound good. You did not get free Chipotle for a year? During the show on Friday. I was very excited. We came back from break. I received an email. From Chipotle. Said, from Chipotle. And it was confirmed it was a real, real email from Chipotle. And it said, you won free Chipotle for a year. Yes, you really did. Like That was, that was in the email. And you know that they're running a contest. They were. They actually are. They're running a contest. Thirty-one hundred people are going to win free Chipotle a year. Fifty-two burritos. I mean, incredible. Fifty-two entrees, one a week would be great. And nothing happened in the afternoon. I'm like, I still haven't got credit to my account. I message them. I get a message back very quickly from their corporate. Uh, I don't know, like chat service or whatever. And it said, uh, "Quote, <laughs> uh, thanks for reaching out." One of our partners encountered a system error that sent an incorrect message to a small number of reward members today. We greatly apologize. You'll receive a secondary offer in your inbox very soon. Said secondary offer was? A free entree. Oh, no. From 52 to 1. Yeah. How can they legally take this away from you? Can you fight this? Take it to City Hall. I will send an email, but like legally, no. One, we're talking about a $500 prize and then also... uh, you know, it's probably in their contest rule. It, it's not, they made an error. The one part that's weird about it, and what are the odds? Everybody in the rewards program that had a January 12th birthday, which is my birthday of last week. Those are the people the who same got the email. email. Yeah. So everybody put like, why is everybody finally connected the dots? And what happened was they sent, I guess, something that was supposed to be for, for birthday stuff. They sent it to everybody that was January 12th. So the chances of me who loves Chipotle that that was the one date where they I think to have you have a air. platform and you should let this be known. Well, I'm, I'm you should them. boycott going no. to Chipotle until they give you the things that you want that you earned deserve. Even uh, I am. I would argue, Nick, you're with me, right? He should clearly boycott until they're willing to write this wrong. No, I'm not with you. Actually, I, I'm going to send an email though and explain and be like, look up my reward. But 0.1% of your customers, by the way, that's proven. Yeah, you're you, 0.1%. You I don't know. If not, if anybody wants to, uh, if anybody wants to start another Netflix documentary, let me know. Uh, you guys saw the Pepsi. Where's my jet? Chipotle. Where's my burritos? Is where we're gonna have our own coming. How up. would they? Yeah. Like you're I on the radio. Like that title. You like that? Chipotle. Where are my burritos? 
You are a 0.1% Chipotle user, as evidence from last That's year. Right. Mm-hmm. You are on the rate. You have weight here. Push it around. Oh, I'm going to send an email. Force them into I- giving you more free stuff like they promised Drop you. Drop your trousers and let I- it hang, man. <laughs> I'm going to uh, send an email later I'd on. I point out now. all of those things in my uh, email. I- I'm going to point out that I give them plenty of love for free on the air. We've never said con- we've never said anything but kind yeah, and let words them know about Chipotle. Let them know it's Big one fan. of the highest rated midday sports I'm shows in the to. area. That's right. I- I'm going to do that. And they sent me. Th- I already used the one free entree, though. I did already use that. You already yeah. used it. Yeah. You already cashed it. See now, I had, lunch, had, I had it for lunch yesterday. They got no. You got no juice now. You can't use the free entree oh, until you like, get more. That's like finishing the menu and saying, "Hey, this was the wrong order. I want my money back." It's like you, you ate the whole thing. <laughs> you should have waited on Here's, that one. Honestly, what I was hoping when, once they said, obviously I was bummed out, but the secondary offered. I don't know. I felt like at minimum it should have been like four of them, or a real good one would have been what one burrito a month instead of fifty-two. Give me twelve of them. Just say we're giving you one month. Yeah. I don't know how many members. I mean, are we talking that they sent this accidentally to how many people that rewards well, members are January 12th birthdays? They sent it to 100 people or was this a thousand people and they were going to lose a half a million dollars? Well, and here's the problem. It doesn't matter how many people they sent it to. The only people who are going to get paid off are the loud voices. Mm. They're not everyone's. They're not going to pay everyone off. It's only the people that cause a ruckus. Squeaky wheel gets well, the grease. That's man. correct. I'm with. Look, I'm going to send an email. I am. I, I definitely going to send an email. It needs to be strongly worded, not just any kind of email. Okay. Terse. I'll, I'll let you know how it goes. Terse. I, I will send yeah. an email this afternoon. Maybe it, maybe the F word. No. Why like, would I do that? No, That's... free. Like, I want free stuff. <laughs> what do you F word. I'm not going to even say that. I'm just going to say I don't believe that this is satisfactory for the propo- the initial offer that you guys told me I had won it for, for, for a year. I don't think one entree Let's is come to a reasonable compromise. Feasible. I'd like 12. realistic. And I'm like, you look up my look up my Chipotle history. Look how often I go there. Check the stats, Check. bucko. Look That's it up in you your reward say. system. Say that, Gold. I'll help you word this. Bucko. You need to have bucko. the word, check the stats, bucko. Yeah. So that was disappointing. You know who you're messing with? That was really, really let's, disappointing. Let's, let's, let's all agree to write this on the air together. One sentence at a time. Mm-hmm. And you have to say it exactly that way. Yeah, and you can pick <laughs> the first sentence, Gold. And the last one. I already kind of have it in mind. We're good. Thank you. Just Gold. trying to help. Gold, look at where it's gotten you. You followed your, you followed your email path, yet. and you're getting screwed over by the man again. <laughs> Coming up next, though, there was one game in particular that went down on Saturday, on Sunday, excuse me, that I think was the nightmarish type of scenario if it were to occur for the Chiefs. We'll tell you what that is next. There's Kelsey to the end zone. Cody and Gold brought to you by Gan Asphalt and Concrete. For asphalt, concrete, and parking lot maintenance, Gan Asphalt and Concrete. One contractor, all things parking lot. Trusted in Kansas City since 1994. Online at gannasphalt.com. Don't miss the Chiefs Red Half Hour every day at 1130. On your official broadcast partner of the Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And 
sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odysseypodcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odysseypodcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odysseypodcast. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Just getting started here on a Monday on Cody and Gold. Of course, our NFL playoff coverage brought to you by Metro Ford. View our inventory online at MetroFordKC. Dot com. We'll get to Nick's notable notes in about 15 minutes or so. I thought that Bills and, and Dolphins game was kind of the example of like that. Yes, the Bills ended up winning, but the nightmarish scenario of like what you're if we're talking about the Chiefs and Jags on on Saturday. Sure. Like what would occur that would just make everybody a nervous wreck, which was in this case a 17 point lead. And then you have a special teams blunder. All of a sudden there's what? 17 points scored combined in the final two and a half minutes or so of the first half. Josh Allen's getting a little frustrated, throws a pick like special teams, blunders, turnovers, letting a bad team in, or at least a team that's not as good as you back into the game with, with momentum, their third quarterback, with their backup. Now you're not going to go up against a backup. You're going to go up against Trevor Lawrence on Saturday, but that, that the whole formula I think is what would have chiefs fans very concerned, even with, with the lead. If suddenly uh, it was as tense and as tight as what happened in the bills game. Well, it's, it was like one, they're obviously more talented than Miami, but I think your description of it is probably accurate. It's the everything goes wrong game because that's what it was. It was the everything goes wrong game there for them in a hurry. Mind you, it kind of became that because here's the thing. It's not like Miami was playing great. Jalen Waddle was dropping deep passes. Tyree kill couldn't hold onto the ball. Just Secchi dropped one that could have been a big game. Like, things were not – Skyler Thompson played pretty – like, right? I mean, he was making bad decisions. He threw a couple of super questionable interceptions, and it was still down to the wire because of how many mistakes you made. And Josh Allen was getting frustrated. That like that shoving match between him and the offensive lineman, the offensive lineman was doing the normal. The the Christian Wilkins. Yeah, the Christian Wilkins. Sorry, the defensive lineman. That's the normal, like, hey, I'm going to polite block you here after this interception. And then Josh Allen, like, losing his mind over it. You're like – you didn't have yeah, to do start, any he, of this. He started this. a little scuffle. Then, of course, then he walked and ran away. Well, that's, yeah. I mean, everybody's got that guy in the friend group. So when you look at the, like, when you look at kind of the culmination, now they won the game. So maybe there is something to be said about that. Well, but sure. I can promise you that from this point on, the Bills or the Chiefs, as you're pointing out, like this is the kind of disaster game, you cannot play like that and win. The Bills cannot play like that and beat anybody else that remains in the playoff field. I don't care if it's the AFC title game, the divisional round, the Super Bowl. You're not playing like that and beating anybody because all those things falling apart on you all together 
is why you almost lost that game. You let everything kind of unravel together in a single game. The only reason they won is because they're up against a third-string quarterback. I'm convinced if Tua plays in that game, they play like that, they definitely lose, right? They're better offense than that because Skyler just like, there's just, it's just asking Well, there's no much. RPO. I understand he ran in college at K-State, but the, the RPO game is not the same with him versus Tua. I mean, that's just, it's just reality. Third string quarterback, it's just, it's just not the same. But that, like the lot, that game was not on him by any means. I mean, they're like you, they're, the, the fact that the Dolphins were as close as they were uh, and had the chance to win was actually on the coaching. Yes, you can give Mike McDaniel credit for being in the position, but also the play calling, not knowing, uh, you know, what, what play to call late on the fourth and one situation, taking the delay a game, which he admitted he thought that they had gotten the first down, or he said was it was terrible. communicated to him they got a first down. Yeah, there was some bad coaching throughout the game, though. He, they struggled to communicate. I get there's a, it's tough when you don't have they your starting every time out they had in the entire game on stuff like that, right? On avoiding delay of games, pretty much. Like how many different timeouts did either team call? Like and the Bills too, they yeah. got they got real loose with all the timeouts in that game. Both McDaniel and that, I think some of this is just like McDaniel's probably never really coached in that spot, and they were having trouble communicating exactly what they wanted to run. I don't know how the Bills even let this game be close because that's one of those games that we've talked about. Like we're as close where you're like, but I know the better team. And it was the opposite. I of, can tell who the better team is. It was kind of flipped of the normal formula if you're talking about. The, the upset, yeah, the turnovers and all that, but you're wondering, you know, the emotions from the last week or so, were they, would it finally come back? Would they be mentally exhausted by the time now it's two weeks after everything with DeMar Hamlin? And they got off to a great start. It wasn't like Miami jumped out to the quick lead and, man, the Bills are just going through the motions early on in the game. No, the Bills had the 17-point lead. And then they still, at that point, it was Miami who settled in. Yeah, you get a big special teams return from Cedric Wilson that sets up the short field. And yeah, the interception, all of that was, was kind of the situation that Buffalo is very fortunate yeah. to get out of that game. And it makes you, look, I think Buffalo and Kansas City and Cincinnati, of course, are still the three of the, be- th- three of the best teams in the entire postseason remaining. But the Bills don't look nearly as daunting as they did two months ago with the Von Miller injury existing. You know, Cincinnati, I still think, is, is the better of, between the Bills and, and, uh, and themselves, but they got to go to Buffalo. And if Buff- you would think What's Buffalo's a, not going to... Yeah, four points. You would think Buffalo's going to get some of that stuff cleaned up that, that went wrong against Miami. And I, I do think Buffalo ended up beating Cincinnati just because of where it's at. Well, the but, one difference is between, like, between those two games, um, I never thought Buffalo was going to lose that game. Because Miami never looked like they had it together enough. Like, Buffalo just kept stepping all over themselves, and I was like, yeah, Miami's not taking enough advantage of it. Like, at any point in the game. It never felt like they were taking enough of it. And then they got up 17-0, and the game got close again like every AFC playoff game this year, but it didn't feel like it was going to go that way. Cincinnati, the Ravens had them. Gold, they had them. And instead, they tried to reach over the goal line from the two-yard line and blow it. Because Cincinnati offensively couldn't move the ball. It's a, I think a lot of this is the same lesson the Chiefs have probably learned a couple times this year because they've gotten in this type of game. And they've won some and they've lost some in the games where they just shot themselves in the foot. The Colts game they lost, I thought that's what happened in the Denver game, the one that we thought was way too close considering the opponent. They shot themselves in the foot a bunch of times. They're turning it over. Mahomes is throwing bad picks. Game got close. Game got weird. And when it starts coming that way, you just know it's going to come down to the wire one way or the other. It's do you win this one? The Bills happen to win that one, even though it got weird. The one thing I do know is that it doesn't mean that the Bills will play bad again this week. Right. The weirdo games, they're not usually like you play them a bunch of times over and over again. They survived their, sometimes their bad that's what, games. In a weird way, sometimes that actually propels you. Like How many times in sports have we seen a team that has a close call 
uh, in in an early series, even in the NBA postseason, you know, an early series, like man, they didn't look all that. That game, you thought everybody thought they were going to sweep a team and end up going six or seven. You're like, oh, I don't know, they didn't look great, but for whatever reason, I don't know, causing a refocus, whatever, and and then they go on a run yeah. to an NBA title or in this in the in the NFL. You have a bad wild card weekend game. You you found a way to just squeak it out and win. In the playoffs, it truly is a different mindset of like we talk spreads and and all this stuff, but. Who who just win? Like it really is just win in advance. It's all survive in advance. That is all. That Especially matters. this time of year, because we, we we were you know we get frustrated with the Chiefs. Uh, there was a stretch of like five games in a row about last month where it's like man, you know they're yeah they're winning, but they're like you're letting you're letting the Broncos hang around, you're letting the Texans hang around. That can be issues because you're worried how it'll mean they're going to play in the postseason. In the postseason, if the Chiefs win by three against Jacksonville, I don't give a damn. They won. If they, you know what I mean? Like if they play in the AFC title game and they beat Buffalo by two, who cares? And Mahomes threw two picks. Who cares? They're going to Super Bowl. You know what I mean? Like, like Mahomes threw, threw three interceptions. Like, they won. It, it doesn't I'm matter. Okay. Like all the, the yeah. issues of how they looked was because it concerns you for how they would play in the postseason. But if you don't look great in a postseason game, but win, it really doesn't matter. You're, you're, you're winning. <laughs> Just move on. It's, and that's, I, I mean, I guess that could be good news for both Cincinnati and Buffalo, who obviously felt like they could have been on the brink of it, right? That was the tipping point. I understand that we can still look at those things and be like, well, he's throwing picks again. Is that going to be a problem in the Super Bowl? Like, well, it only doesn't have to be a problem once. Largely what you're talking about, like when a team is going through like three games in a row where they're just giving the ball away, you're like, well, that's, there's still like eight games to play. Yeah. This could keep being a problem. If they get to a Super Bowl and he's thrown two interceptions in each of the next two games, you'd be like, well, he only has to not throw interceptions once or throw two again and win again for point. a third straight time. Like it, like, like I, I'm not writing off Buffalo because like they found a way to get past their division rival. And both of these teams had to play a third time against a division opponent. And honestly, this goes back to the Chargers thing. I'm glad the Chiefs don't have to do that because weird stuff happens in those games. And at the very least playing the Jaguars twice is better than playing the Chargers a third time. We'll get to Nixon and notes coming up in, in just a little bit. Uh, thanks again, everybody that came out to the playoff pills yeah. beer release party at Cinder Block Brew. We had a ton of fun. Packed house again, just like last year. Uh, Dusty was doing a show out there. We hopped on there a little bit. Uh, I saw I saw Cody for like two seconds. I didn't, I didn't even. Yeah, where I figured, were you? I, I figured we, well, I, where were you? I thought you left after a half hour. I think what, like two and a half hours. It really makes sense, though. Like you and I don't need to stand and talk for two hours at an event like that. We. We spend plenty of time together during the week. So there's a couple of things that stand out to me. One, we maybe you're right. Maybe we know each other really well, so we don't have to spend all these time. I didn't see party. Nick there, though. Why am I? Why am yeah. I finding out in the group text? Yeah, that you met a girl there and then went on a date. Why am I finding out am via I, the group, Nick? Am I supposed to notify shouldn't, you? Shouldn't we? Shouldn't we have found out about that under different circumstances? Under what circumstances? Was I supposed to notify you? I didn't. Know I think it'd have been so nice if you had to said, send you a text. I mean, I think that would have been nice. You know, while you were drumming up uh, a date, uh-huh. I was finding business for the company. Okay. I, I was drumming up business for Odyssey because I, I care. <laughs> you know? I set up a meeting between a salesperson and a, and, a, and a local business owner. And now I'm finding out about your date. How did it go, by the way? Yeah, so, so I think you just before we move yeah, on from yeah. that, Cody just obviously wanted to bring up <laughs> yeah. that like he set up a business meeting as if as if we're supposed to be impressed or something. I'm just saying priorities. That's all. No, that's not what you were saying though. You wanted to get credit for that. I was I was setting priorities. He was worried about getting a date. I was helping out Odyssey. That's I care about how, this. Company. That's not even how it played out. So I, you're I a was, corporate shill, is what you are. <laughs> I was talking to listeners like we all were. Had a great time yes. talking to our, our, our listeners. 
And at one point, Fesco said, hey, Alex, come over here. Alex, come over here. He said it twice. Because the first time I, I kind of heard him, but I was in a conversation with someone. I didn't want to just leave the conversation. So then finally he said another time, like, all right, I'll go over there. And he, there was already a group of people there. And Did he, he knew? I, I don't know if he knew the person or they were listeners, but somehow it, I came up. I don't know. Anyway, introduced me to the, this girl that was there. She was she had just moved to the area, I guess. And she was with this group of, of uh friends and so we started talking and then yeah for like and i think of course my fellow co-workers because they're so awesome uh thought it was hilarious and started taking photos of me talking for an hour and a half <laughs> didn't uh, scare to, her the, off. to this girl um and then yeah and then we went with a group of her friends on saturday night to a bar and watched the game there and hung out so no solo date yet but you have now no. essentially yeah. been out in public yeah in a social setting with her twice. That's right. Yeah. And are you planning a third? We are. Set? Yeah. 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 We were, we've been texting a little bit. So, yeah, we'll do some this week. Just texting? Yes. <laughs> what? What? Yes. Don't make me say it. Yeah. <laughs> texting. That's what, not even. What did you want to ask? Well, how did the second date go as well as the first? Conversa- yeah. yeah. The second date went really well as well, except um, it, it, it actually worked out very well. Um, but what if I told you there was almost a bar fight? With you? Yeah, I know, right? Or she almost got in a well, bar fight. That would be... Because that actually seems more likely probably... than you almost getting in a and bar fight. I don't fight. even know her. That's probably <laughs> knowing what I know about that's... you, it seems more likely it would be her. That's probably accurate. Uh, if you if you know me well enough, that's not my that's not my thing. We have established you've never yeah. been in a fight at all yeah, ever. Bar, so you almost fight, getting a bar fight the, is of interest the, to me. The bar fight thing is not my my deal. So we, How? Had, we were so we were with the we what we didn't pick the spot we went to. We were with this group of people. Uh, that we're already going to meet at a certain a certain bar here in town. I'm not going to mention the bar. Uh, probably a bar I like, probably wouldn't have gone to otherwise. So we're there, uh, and we're watching the Chargers game. And, and like I said, everybody's rooting on the Jags. So the Jags are coming back. And at one point in time, there was this guy that, that came by, because there was a bunch of uh, other girls there as well. And this guy just comes up in between the girl that, that I'm, I was talking to, uh, just comes in between. is like, can I join the party? And like slams his beer down. That's a bad start. Yeah, that's so not that's, a that's great a good, move. That's a, that's a great. That's a great. I don't know. Move. Kind of like an, kind of an alpha move. <laughs> I think he was <laughs> stepping on your turf and let's say let's see if this pipsqueak does anything about it. And so then, uh, luckily, the the girl that was that was there that I that one that I wasn't there with, she scooted down. So like he he didn't sit in between both of them. Like he sat to the other side. Anyway, he's talking to her. The girl I'm talking to isn't like really feeling him. Like she kind of got a She'd bad. She'd like vibe. him out of the group. Yeah, okay. Like Which that's pe- a good thing. I mean, people, if she were feeling him, that'd be a major red flag. That would yeah. be immediately problematic. No, she wasn't talking to him. Like just meant like she didn't even like that. Her friend was talking to him. I'm just saying if she yeah. would have turned around and be like, this guy's kind of cool, huh? Oh yeah. That would not have been good. That was a cool anyway, move. So then the table was kind of <laughs> feeling the same thing. So he's off and on coming back to the table. His parents are there as well, which was okay. a little weird. What? Uh, and it's coming over and talking. Um, so night goes on They're, They also happen to have dueling pianos going on. So finally it's not as loud. The dueling pianos are done. It's like midnight at this point in time. The guy comes back, right? The guy comes back over and he goes, all right, team meeting time. Again, I hadn't talked to this guy once yet. Comes back to me, uh, the two girls and, and him. And he goes, because you know, I don't really, I don't really know you well, but, uh, you kind of seem like you're a douchebag. Wait, 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 wait. I didn't so talk. That was, that was the, the first reason. So that was the reason for calling the team meeting. He well, called a I'll team meeting to, to, to announce that I'll he get, thinks you're a douchebag. I'll get to that. I'll get to that. So he goes, I think, you know, you seem like you're kind of, because I, I don't know you at all. You 
probably think you're better than me or whatever. I, but yeah. Did you think you were better than him? I don't even know the guy. Support. Yes, you did. <laughs> Answer the question. Well, you thought you were better than end, him. By the end of the sequence, I for sure know I'm much I better than this guy. I think the second he slammed uh, the, bar, the, the beer down and said, He said, I'm better than this guy. Mind if I join? I think you immediately were like, I'm better than you. Oh, I mean, I knew immediately, like, I didn't like the guy the minute he did that. Sure. That's what you mean, for sure. So anyway, okay, so he says team meeting, he says this, and then f- right after he says you're a douchebag, and I'm just almost, like, kind of stunned at that point because I was like, what the hell? I haven't even talked to the, the person. Then he goes, well, my, my buddy owns a bar down the street. We can get free beer. We can play pool if you guys want to go. And I look at the two girls, and like, I'm like, because I wasn't going to say. Was he inviting you? Yeah, that was a weird thing. Right after calling me, Wait, was inviting so all you this were to go. invited? The, the three, I thought he was just inviting the so, girls. No, no, the three. He's like, no, no, no. Very confusing. And and so I look at them, and they're like not saying anything. And then he proceeds to continue to explain what he does for a living. He's like, he's like, you know, you think you're better. He goes, I climb trees for oh, a so, living. So so wait, so oh, he oh, called you oh. douchebag. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then he invited mm-hmm. you to the bar, yes. but then he went back Correct. to well, because he, because, smack because we didn't give an answer. Like he could tell, all right, it's over, it's done, it's not happening. So then he's like, I'm just going to completely be a douche. Okay. Um. And so. So he uh, proceeds to like explain like he's like you know I, again like I think you know you think you're better than me because like, I climb trees for a living and then that's when like because the guy's already insulted me twice now at this point yeah. so then I'm just like I don't know I think you're the one seems like the douchebag to me man and then he goes <laughs> oh you're calling he goes well that's he'll start a fight most and, of the time and so he's like and then so he just he just is says, that the moment it escalated it would have I then I defuse the situation quickly. Because at that point he goes oh so you're calling me a douchebag I go I don't know who the hell you are I really don't give a bleep who you are. Uh, and then his dad walks over at this point That's in time. That's when I had to defuse the situation because I'm like, oh, this isn't going to be gonna good. going to have to fight an entire family tree for his first okay, fight. Let me, so let me ask you. The girl, meanwhile, I'm with, she's putting her hand like on my leg, like patting my leg or whatever. Anyway, I finally say, look, I don't even know who you are, man. His dad ends up escorting him out of the place and he left. The girl I was talking to, she said, you handled it very well and was impressed by it and we moved on. But that was that was very close. If I if he said that to the wrong guy, if he said that to Nick, Nick would have stood up and Nick would have got his ass Nick beat. Nick definitely would have yeah. punched him. Why? Why did okay. he have to get his I ass like, beat? I like scenario. the way you were starting that sentence. <laughs> yeah. I didn't like the way you ended yeah. it. I thought yeah. you were going to say Nick would have start, stood up and started a fight, but you went straight to the conclusion of and the fight, you, so, which is me losing. So if you know me, like usually diffusing the situation is uh, is the route that I go. But this guy's a complete a-hole and... And I don't know why. Oh, I, I didn't even tell you the last Quite line. The I didn't even tell you the last line he said. He took off his hat as he was walking out of the place, and he goes, Is it a trucker nice. hat? Uh, I don't know if it was a trucker hat. Was it on backwards? When he took off his hat, did no. you see the back of his neck, and was and his neck red? <laughs> I didn't pay that much attention. <laughs> he obviously just didn't. He, he, he clearly, I don't know, something. He, he takes his hat off, and he goes, Nice spiked hair, bro. And walked away. So this guy just had a problem with me. I have no idea why. So yes, to answer your initial question, do I think I'm better than the guy? Hell yeah, I do. <laughs> Hell yeah, I do. <laughs> oh man, that's good. That's good. I would. You know what? You're right. If that, if I were in that situation, you definitely would have started a fight. It depends. It depends because if it's you know this, it being a girl that you just met, first date with the girl, you're gonna be on your best behavior. Yeah. You're not gonna be your full unapologetic self. So I probably wouldn't have now if it was with my current girlfriend and a guy was doing that and called me a douchebag. Yeah, probably would have escalated. But also the setting, if it if it's an uncomfortable setting, if it's like this guy's in his element. Oh, he definitely I'm was at a bar, more his vibe. I'm at a bar yeah. that I've never been to before. Mm-hmm. His dad's right there. His dad and mom were there. I mean, the whole thing was so weird, man. One of the more bizarre interactions I've ever had at a bar. Dude, okay, like out of nowhere. What, I don't want to be rude when asking this question, but like, do you think... Oh. He said he climbs his trees for yeah, a living. Is, by the way, so, I don't care. That's fine. But no, like the okay. way he prefaced well, it. That's, I actually do have a problem. I don't think that's a job. Oh, uh, I don't think you just, just climbing them? You mean like trim them or something? Yeah, you you climb to the top, come back down, and like, here's your $20, Daryl. He said <laughs> climbs trees. 
So I don't know if if you're if do you somehow, think he drove himself? Like, do you think he has? You think it, you wait, think he's wait. allowed to drive a car? Y- yes. I mean, he's with his parents, but I don't know. Do well, maybe lived, they drove him. Do you think he lives with his parents? I don't, I don't, don't know. make me ask more questions because I, I think you know what I'm asking. I, I don't know, you man. You playing dumb? I don't know. <laughs> Answer the question. You I, know what I mean? I, I don't know, We man. didn't get to see him. I, I How don't How much know. bigger was he than you? Oh, he was bigger. Yeah, he was bigger. He <laughs> looked like he could rip a tire in half. <laughs> no, I wouldn't go that far. But he was a bigger guy. Give, yeah. give us like a, a height and just to, to finish this off, give us a, uh, a, a generic height and weight estimate. And did he have a high school diploma or GED, do you think? <laughs> <laughs> um, I would say probably like Six foot max, maybe a little bit shorter, but he was he was he was probably pushing two bills at least. Yeah, a little over okay. two bills. Yeah, a good two bills or like a uh, gross two bills. No, like he wasn't. Oh, he wasn't. He, he wasn't, wasn't obese. Yeah, yeah. So he would have whipped your ass, Nick. That's the end of this conversation. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, I, <laughs> if the guy's a listener, fantastic. Please call in. We can talk about how much you were the douchebag on Saturday night. We can do that if you would like. But I probably won't answer. No, we should. Well, we should definitely take that call if that happens. If that guy calls in, let's absolutely take that call. Yeah. What so would be the go. problem here? So that was that was Saturday night. Boy, you really took, you weekend. took you took the yeah. Friday night yeah. beer release party to lengths I was not even mm-hmm. I didn't even thought imaginable. I'm proud mm-hmm. though. I'm proud of you. <laughs> Are you? Met Hell a girl, yeah. went on a date, almost got in a bar fight. She's good for you. You went on a date within 24 hours. On a weekend in and which you know NFL what? football was being played know. in the playoffs, she I don't probably sp- likes. She probably likes that you showed some. She did. Trust me, that was that was exactly some what restraint. Was, was, restraint. Yeah, that was exactly what was uh, articulated to me. Yes. Oh. <laughs> Oh, oh, not like, not like that. No, Nick. you said not it like that. that. Though, so not don't like, even put this on me. Like, not like that. Don't not put like, this on me because like you that. said it like that. Not like that. You kind of had a little twink on your eye. <laughs> Nick, you know what? It's the second time in a row we're skipping your notes, man. We're not going to have enough time. How do you feel about that? What if we get to him right at 11 o'clock? Like, it'll you be like what? we never skipped You him. know what, man? You kind of seem like a douchebag. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I just think it's hilarious that. He, he said, "Anybody that wears a watch is a douchebag." I'm wearing it. I'm wearing. I'm wearing. That's what what he a said. broad generalization that's, that's, that's that is. That's what he said. I'm wearing an Apple Watch. I'm not wearing a damn Rolex okay. or a tag or even if or you something. were wearing a Rolex or a tag. What percentage of the population wears like a men wear watch? I'm wearing an Apple Watch. Fifty. Fifty percent. I mean, look. It, you were asking me, Cody. Like it was how he was drunk, but not like slurring his words drunk. He was. Mm. He definitely had been drinking, but like he wasn't like stumbling all over the place. If that was the case, I would have just been like. You're drunk like Lee. Like, it would have been, I wouldn't have sure. had more of the interaction. I would just thought, okay, this guy's just way too wasted. That was not what this guy was. I love this. He, I mean, this guy seems like a freaking winner. By the way, there's no he, chance he this guy. He climbs trees for a living, showed up to the bar with his parents, mm-hmm. thinks you're a douchebag <laughs> for having spiked hair and a watch. Mm-hmm. Yes. I think that there's no chance that this guy doesn't go to that bar regularly, and we should all go back together on Saturday night. What's the name of the bar? I think bar? the other girl, though, that we were with said that he said he lives he lives in Grain Valley, so I don't think he – and we were not in Grain Valley. We were definitely We're narrowing him so. down. We might be able to figure uh, this guy out. Climb streets for a living. Lives in Grain Valley. Nick gave you a, a, a the perp's description. <laughs> he gave you a general height and weight. Six Did you have a foot, beard? two bills. What about – what would you say? Facial hair? Uh how, no, I don't think so. I go, how, again, I wasn't paying that. How much long attention. was his hair when he took his hat off? Pretty short. Okay. Yeah. Uh huh. I think we might be able to get a sketch artist in here. I think we could. <laughs> Those costs. Some, we uh, well, like I think to get a sketch artist, they have to be accused of a crime. I mean, anybody can write it. Draw a sketch or somebody. He did harass you guys. Yeah, you know. And he incited violence, in my opinion. He tried to. Yeah. He said to. He said it again. If he would have said it to Nick or anybody else, something else would have happened. Mm-hmm.
Mm-hmm. Not me. That one time that guy punched me in the face. I just walked away. So, wow. I'm not starting a fight. Coward. Coming up next, we'll get to it's the crazy. 11 o'clock hour. And what is happening with all these other quarterbacks in the NFL? Plus, maybe we'll allow Nick to give us some notes. You're listening to Cody and Gold, brought to you by Gan Asphalt and Concrete. For asphalt, concrete, and parking lot maintenance, Gan Asphalt and Concrete. One contractor, all things parking lot. Trusted in Kansas City since 1994. Online at gannasphalt.com. Don't miss Alex's That Betting Show every Thursday night at 7 o'clock. Right here on 610 Sports Radio and the Odyssey app. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.